Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Man, sounds weird to be saying Merry Christmas. Why? Because it seems like it should only be about June or July. I guess that old saying's true that time flies when you're having fun. We just moved in our culture from focusing on Thanksgiving and now we're focusing on Christmas. And if you have been listening to our podcast or if you're, (coughs) excuse me, part of the Celebration family, you know that we have been trying to develop a mindset of gratitude, not being grateful just one day a year or one month per year, the month of November, looking forward to celebrating Thanksgiving, which we had a good time at Thanksgiving. I know you did too. And then it's just interesting how the whole culture shifts right after Thanksgiving. I'm talking about the day after Thanksgiving um, or on Thanksgiving Day, people start watching Christmas movies. Nothing wrong with that. People put up Christmas trees. Nothing wrong with that. Christmas lights. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, (coughs) the whole deal. Anyway, so our focus, the whole world's focus is on Christmas. December 25th has been set aside to recognize the birth of Jesus Christ. And when you read the Gospel of Matthew chapter 1, and you get down to verse number 21, an angel tells Joseph that Mary's going to have a baby, and he shall be called, <coughs> excuse me, I got some sinus stuff. <laughs> she, he shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And then it goes on, chapter 2, about the actual Jesus being born. And so when you when you consider the birth of Jesus, there are several things that we know. We know that he was born. I mean, historians acknowledge that a child named Jesus was born. Our calendars are dated B.C., before Christ. History um, acknowledges the birth of a little boy named Jesus. Everybody may not believe the same about Jesus as Christians do, but we know that he was born. We know where he was born. He was born in Bethlehem, Matthew chapter number 2. We know to whom he was born. He was born to Mary, his mother, and his earthly dad, Joseph. It's interesting, before they came together. So we know how he was born. He was born um, through the canal, the birth canal of a virgin. So we know to whom he was born. We know where he was born. We know that he was born. We know when he was born. Well, actually, scholars are still debating. It's a long story about the two different calendars of the day, but um, lots of scholars believe that Jesus was born in, if you look at the cal- our calendars nowadays, in 4 or 5 or maybe 6 B.C. <coughs> Some disagree with that. So there's debate there, but we do know Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 says that in the fullness of time, God sent his son Jesus. In other translations, saying the timing was just right. So we do know that when Jesus was born, we might not know the exact date. We 
we're pretty certain he wasn't born in the winter time, uh, probably early, mid, maybe late fall. But we do know when he was born by God's calendar, he was born when everything was just right. He was born in God's perfect timing. So when you look at all that, we know that he was born. We know to whom he was born. We know how he was born. We know where he's born. Um, and we know, according to the text, why Jesus was born. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, His name should be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. That's what I want you to get a hold of today. Still be grateful, and be grateful that Jesus came to save his people from their sins. Later, Jesus is um, trying to settle a debate between two of his bodyguards, a.k.a. disciples, that uh, wanted to be elevated in the kingdom. And Jesus said, concerning servanthood, he said, even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Watch this. And then, don't miss the end of Mark 10, 45. He says, and to give his life a ransom for many. So Jesus clearly tells us from his own lips why he came. Jesus said the Son of Man came to give his life a ransom for many. And then in 1 Timothy, um, I brought, actually last week we were in 1 Timothy some and talking about how Paul was amazed at the grace of God and he was the chiefest of all sinners and he was just amazed that God would save somebody like him. He was astounded that God would use somebody like him. But then you keep reading in chapter 2 and like tucked away there when it says that we ought to always pray, you know, pray for those in authority. And then later on it says lifting up holy hands and pray. But tucked in there, the Bible says that concerning Jesus, that Jesus came to give his life a ransom for all. So listen, Jesus said, I came to give my life a ransom. Paul said, Jesus came to give his life a ransom. You know what a ransom is, right? A ransom is uh, something that is paid for the release of someone. If someone is kidnapped and they demand, what kind of, what do they demand? They demand a ransom or ransom money. So a ransom has three aspects. It has a captive, has a payment, and it has a release. And that's what we're going to develop this week. So I hope you can come back Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But I'm encouraged today and I'm thankful today that not only was Jesus born, I'm thankful when I'm reminded why he was actually born. And so I'm going to ask you not to get caught up in all the myths of Christmas this year and don't get caught up on the uh, the secularization of Christmas this year but recognize why Jesus came. And we're going to develop that as the week goes by. Jesus came to give his life a ransom. We were captive. Jesus made the payment, and we got released. Glory to God.